Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Lawrence Van. And good day, good day. It's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Wealth Podcast. And of course, this month is all about National Financial Literacy Month. And because it is, this is day four. And so on day four, what I'll be talking about and sharing with you is about financial planning, of which budgeting is a part of it. So again, our mantra is wealth is more than just money. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Mann. And the thing I want to say to you today is this very important and very critical for each and every one of us to know exactly what our numbers are. And what I mean by this is the numbers of our finances. Our finances are very important. And here's one reason why I'm going to share this slide with you. And it's to set a budget, period. No ifs and our buts about it. Uh, and the stakes here this is the starting point for every other goal in your life. So you want to have some financial and money goals that are out there. And uh, during this episode, I'm going to share with you uh, just what part of this means, because it's very important uh, that we all are aware of where every dollar goes. So we want to create a financial plan. And at some point, we want to automate it if we possibly can. If not, I always say I uh, use an Excel spreadsheet. And uh, that would do just fine as well, because the main thing is that we're tracking. So let's get started in regards to uh, generating a budget. And let me give you a little story prior to starting. Uh, when I was, uh, after I finished college, I went directly into the Air Force. And I was assigned as a budget and cost analyst. And I did this for about four years in the acquisition arena. Now, that type of budgeting is different than personal finance budgeting. But they still have something similar. Money is involved. And I told you that story because I've been around this budgeting and the cost analysis for a decade, uh, pricing a billion, multi-billion dollar programs and working for mobile oil company uh, as a financial analyst for them in the oil and gas industry for a while. And so it's really an evolution and transformation for me to be in the personal finance arena, even though uh, the it's all very similar. It's just a different uh, industries that are involved in our personal finance versus commercial or defense. And so uh, let's get started. So let's look at what it takes to create a budget. And many of you are probably saying, ah, come on, Paul, we know what a budget is. Do you? Do you really know what a budget is? I had to set one up. So let's create a budget. And uh, the, the first thing you want to do is you have to determine what your take home income is. We know that when we earn money, we have a gross amount. The gross amount is the, what we earn at the top. But then we have these things called taxes that come into play. And these taxes come into play and they shift our gross income and make it our net income. 
and then we have to determine what our take-home income is. The next thing you want to do is you want to set up a savings and any contributions that you have. So you may want to save a certain amount of money, or you may want to invest in some corporate stock if that happens to be the case, or if you just want to invest in stocks or real estate on your own. But you're going to have to determine uh, what the savings contributions are going to be. Uh, oftentimes, people use the 50, 30, 20 rule, and 50 is for those things that you absolutely positively have to pay for and you need. And then the 30% is your fund money, your entertainment money, your vacation money. And then 20% is set up for savings or investing uh, for an emergency fund. And so you can use the 50, 30, 20 rule, or you can just decide to take two. Go with your own percentage of what you want to contribute. But we know that on the 50 side, that's your, your housing or your rent. Uh, that's your uh, insurance. Uh, you want to include it as a part of that house, that mortgage payment property taxes, et cetera. So uh, we want to be able to determine, again, the savings contribution. So it's net income, and then you look at determining your savings contribution. Then you want to look at the fixed expenses. And, and so those fixed expenses is, is pretty much what we talked about in episode three. And uh, in there, we just look at the things that will not change. So it may be the mortgage payment won't change. Uh, insurance uh, that you're contributing in there, that won't change. And then you want to calculate your variable expenses. And uh, of course, your variable expenses are those things that will change over time. And uh, it will never be a fixed amount. And then lastly, you want to try to automate everything. And as I stated, a lot of people really want to go all in on the automated. And that's well and fine if you can find you a software application that provides that. And many of them are free. But I like to use no Excel spreadsheet and or just use the legal sheet of paper and do it because I have that accounting background and I really like writing it down and seeing what I wrote. Just in case those formulas are, are, that are put into these apps may be inaccurate to a certain degree. So uh, that's what we want to do to create a budget and a financial plan and a spend plan and you work with what you have because it's going to make a difference over time. It won't be overnight, but over time, it will make a difference for you because you will be paying attention to it. So again, just looking at what our definition here is, that's set a budget period. Again, it's the starting point for every other goal in your life. Don't forget this. Take some notes. I might test you later. So thank you uh, for this. And the next thing I want to talk about uh, is looking at what are some components of the budget. Well, I talked about it in episode three, but I'll go on and go over it again now. Uh, first of all, people always ask, well, how do you become rich? Well, you need a job first because no one automatically, not no one, but some people never really uh, get a good start to life. In other words, they don't have an inheritance. They don't win a lottery, or different things like that. I'll start a company that makes a lot of money uh, on average. So you have to look at the income. You have to take up the, look at the take-home pay from, from your job and or your business and any other compensation that you may have. Then you want to look at the savings. Remember, I talked about maybe the 50% rule, 50, 30, 20 rule. So you want to set aside uh, at least 
10% of your total income, but I'm really advocating for 20% because 20% means that you're all in and you have to work to keep that 20% going. 10% is pretty easy. If you have 20%, you have to work at that and then you have to not bother the money and are you put it in a safe emergency safety account so that you can ultimately, when you become debt free, you can invest in real estate, stocks and bonds, and any other type of material, uh, uh, tangible items that you want to invest in. Then let's look at some fixed expenses. So these are the, the uh, you pay the same bill each month, uh, things such as rent, car payment, insurance, and you pay for bills, you pay annually. So if you divide them all by 12, uh, you'll come out with that number that you know you'll need for the fixed expenses. And they may vary depending on whether you keep some services or you keep some insurance or you try to get a negotiate a better amount. And so, but for the most part, those fixed expenses are basically the same. Then your variable expenses, uh, these are bills where the amount varies each month. Utilities, of course, we know they're not the same every month, but you want to try to keep them as low as possible. And then some general dental expenses. I still say it's in the fund money category. These are things like coffee, movies, different events that you may want to go to because you need to enjoy your life as well. A budget is not about restraining you or holding you back from enjoying your life. It's just giving you more discipline in your your relationship with your finances. And then overall, what's taking place is anything that's left over, you can purchase things that you want. But again, I preface to say this should go into the 30% part of the 50, 30, 20. And that way you won't be uh, really holding yourself back, stressing yourself out about it. I think it's very important that we all live our best life. And uh, we should enjoy our lives. And since the pandemic, it looks as though the number of uh, infections are going down, the number of deaths are going down, the vaccines are kicking in, they're really working. So we're going to get out a lot more, do a lot more traveling, and that's going to—that's why we need to have this budget together too, because we can save money in our budgets uh, as we uh, go along. So uh, one of the things you want to do is to uh, enter your income, so the total net take-home uh, pay, tips, and any other compensation that you may receive, depending on what type of uh, employment you have, or if you're leaving business. And then the next thing you want to do is plan your savings. You want to set aside, in my opinion, you set aside 20% of your income before you purchase any things that you really want. You know, like if you want to go out and purchase this Maserati, you might want to hold off on that a little while. <laughs> when it gets your car, but when you go to the gas station, it won't take your um, your children's children's money. <laughs> you want to make sure that you, you get something and live within your means as well. Then you want to also list the fixed expenses, such as car payments if you don't have any uh, insurance. And then you want to also address any annual fixed expenses, things such as gym memberships, which I really don't advocate for uh, because there are a lot of uh, free services that are out there as well that you can use. Or you can just have an at-home gym, which a lot of people found out that during the pandemic, people like me, uh, when I found out pandemic was taking place, I bought a stationary bike with resistance bands and I had some weights, I had some gloves to protect my hand and knee pads so uh, I can work from home so you can save money just by doing that. Then you want to calculate variable expenses, uh, things such as the foo-foo coffee, 
uh, you know, paying five dollars for a cup of coffee, you can maybe go down to the local grocery store, buy some coffee if you like from that actual coffee shop that you go to for paying five dollars and bring that home and make your coffee from home and save a ton of money. Because you know, if you pay five dollars for a cup of uh, coffee and you do it for let's say 30 days, that's 150 dollars. So over the course of the year, you're talking about close to about 1200 dollars, give or take. So, uh, you want to make Sure that uh, you don't overpay uh, for those type of things. And movies, you can have streaming services at home and be able to save quite a bit of money there. And then you want to set up your budget to automate it. As I stated before, I think what you should do is do what's most comfortable for you. For me, again, I'm all about the, the legal sheet of paper and writing it down and uh, going over it myself because. I have about 40 hours of accounting, <laughs> and I've worked in the accounting department. And uh, so for me, I know it's for you, it may be different, but uh, that's the way I would approach it. So uh, one of the things you, you may do is just uh, whatever financial institution you belong to, typically they have a calculator uh, on their website where you deposit your money. Then you can set up a second and savings account, direct deposit, for your paychecks, which also saves you money. And uh, try to automate it if you can. And then pay yourself first by contributing to your savings via uh, automatic transfer. A lot of people have thrift savings plans and, and they have a work for an employer. If the employer contributes a certain percentage to what you uh, have deposited in your investment account with them. And so, with what's left over, I say that's called discretionary income. So, one of the things uh, you also want to look at is, uh, again, looking at those banks and what calculators they have. And sometimes you can go to a third party, but you have to be careful with that as well. You know, a lot of people are being hacked and you want to avoid that. And, and uh, so I would, I would say be very careful. But um, this right here is really what I want to talk about, setting up that financial plan or that budget and do yourself a, a favor of uh, really, really honing in. You know, we just finished the first quarter of 2022. Now we had been to April, May, and June, and we want to really solidify and build on what we did in January through March. And tax season, you know, is due right now, April 15th, and you want to ensure that you position yourself uh, whereby you're not overpaying and you can whatever you do. If you're able to get something back, you put it in savings or emergency account. So again, my name is Paul Lawrence Mann, and I host Wealth Academy Podcast, and I want to make sure that you uh, really get tuned in to really what's taking place as we go through this period of time. So this is going to be episode two in. Well, why not go out to Apple Podcasts, rate and review this episode and provide us with a five-star rating. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day. See you on the next episode. Day five. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. To get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching, in addition to resources associated with this podcast, email paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com.